always stay connected with 99.9% reliable Sky Broadband. Switch your home to Sky Broadband today. See sky.ie for more. This morning, thousands of students across the country will begin their Leaving Cert exams, kicking off, of course, with English Paper 1. But could the Leaving Cert, as we've come to know it over the years, soon become a thing of the past? And what will a new and improved version look like? Today, you'll hear an episode of the podcast, which was first broadcast last November and which explores these questions. In that episode, Irish Times Education Editor Carl O'Brien and Professor Anne Looney from DCU chat with me about the main drawbacks to the current system and the advisory report which intends to completely overhaul it. You'll also hear a short update on this advisory report at the end. Carl, the Leaving Cert has been around since 1925, so it's almost celebrating its 100-year anniversary. It's almost as old as the state. But has it actually changed at all? during that time? On one level, it has changed, you know, like back in the 20s and 30s, uh, there were, believe it or not, there were girls only maths exams. Easier, of course, because girls weren't weren't able for the harder exam. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) And in more recent times, you know, you've oral exams, you've project work, you've practicals. So in about half of exams nowadays, uh, they have been modernised where you you have those second or third components, which are kind of worth between 40 and 50 percent. And you look at subjects like PE, for example, you know, you actually record a video of yourself doing a performance. So, so, you know, it's changed in some respects. But, you know, on another level, it hasn't changed radically. You know, it's still very much high stakes. It's how you perform on the day. I think the emphasis for a lot of the subjects is still on memory retention and regurgitation. And there's a lot of teaching to the test in schools. And given the way CEO points have been rising in recent years, you know, the anxiety levels have been rising too. So I think fundamentally at its core, you still have this quite stressful end of school exam, which dominates everything uh, and kind of scars, you know, everyone who, who's gone through it. Carl, there's been plenty of talk over the years about changing the Leaving Cert, but not really much action. But then a few years ago, this conversation started to gain momentum with what seemed like a real focus on revamping our exam system. What has been achieved since then? Well, I guess there's been a lot of talk about reforming the Leaving Cert and there's been a lot of abortive attempts to change it. You know, I think in the in the the early to mid 2000s, there was an attempt to change it, but there just wasn't the political will to do so, because I think the feeling at the time was that it delivered what it sought to do for the majority of students. Uh, so the thinking was, let's not tinker with it. But uh, it was really when, when Richard Bruton was Minister for Education back in around 2016, he re- recognised that as he saw it, the exam just wasn't fit for purpose, given the skills that we need in the modern workplace, given the, the teaching approaches that were being driven by this really high stakes, high stress exam. So, so he led the state's advisory body on the curriculum, the, the National Council for Curriculum and Assessment, to start this review process. So that's been ongoing now for about four, maybe five years. And it has produced a, a advisory report for the Minister for Education. It entails and envisages quite significant reform. So, you know, the, the, the stage to get here has been very, very long. There's been lots of talk, but, but very little political will so far to actually change the exam. 
So let's talk about the actual exam. There are some practical elements uh, to it, but let's face it, the Leaving Cert is essentially just one big memory test. Do you believe, Carl, that's the biggest problem with it? The fact that so much rides on that final exam and that high stakes exam. So you're talking, you know, as you said, in some subjects, you do have like half of the marks you can accumulate before you get to the exam. But for the other half of, of the, the exams, you know, everything rides on how you perform. And I think when something is so high stakes, uh, it leads to a lot of stress and it leads to a lot of teaching to the test. And it kills that kind of creativity in the classroom, that kind of engaging teaching. So, you know, that's why, you know, we have so much emphasis, particularly with grind schools on the notes, you know, the notes have this huge currency, mystical currency, and they're almost like your passport to getting through the exam. So that's really, I think, damaging students' experiences of education. And it's also a damaging teaching and it's not serving students particularly well. So I think that that's that's really the, the big issue. I, I think when you have so much writing on one set of exams, you know, you know, students will rely on notes, they'll rely on being taught to the test. And, and, and I think it's that high stakes nature of it and also the CEO system, which intermeshes with that, um, that, 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 that drives that stress and drives that approach uh, to, to how students are taught and then how they actually perform in the exam at the end of the day. You mentioned the grind schools and the culture of the notes and the notes being the passport to the high marks. But there are many schools, less resource schools out there who don't have access to those kind of supports. I mean, it really still feels like the Leaving Cert exams are stacked against less well-resourced schools. Yeah, I think one of the greatest fallacies, I think, with the exam is your people say, you know, yes, it is tough. Yes, it is brutal, but it is fair, you know. And of course, you know, it is fair in terms of the marking of it. You know, it's done anonymously. It's done externally. There isn't any bias. But of course, the unfairness kicks in long, long before uh, students are, are at the exam desk. And that's access to, to, to grind schools. It's access to, you know, going to the Gaeltacht if you're preparing for your Irish exam or going on a language exchange, or if you're doing French mm-hmm. or German, it's all of those, uh, those added uh, inputs w- which you, you can get if, if you have the money to do it. And, and obviously many schools don't. And we see that, you know, you see that in, in, um, in the performance in schools in, in more disadvantaged areas. And I guess what was very interesting uh, in recent years where we haven't had a leaving cert is that you know with the changes that have been there you know the the disadvantaged schools did much better you know and uh, there was a leveling out of of the kind of the barriers that were facing students and suddenly you saw much higher proportions of students from poorer schools going to college actually record numbers going to college so that's kind of led to this debate which we're really having at the moment is is around well like what can we learn from the changes that we saw in recent years? How do we bank those and actually create create a fairer system in the future? The completion of public examinations like the Leaving Certificate runs counter to most of the research we know uh, about assessment that supports student learning. Why is this the case? Because public examinations, including the Leaving Cert, are less artefacts of assessment and they're more artefacts of culture. Someone who has been actively working to develop this fairer system of assessing students is Professor Anne Looney, who is the Executive Dean at Dublin City University's Institute of Education. She recently spoke before an Arachthus Committee on Educational Reform, where she warned that the Leaving Cert continues to exist, not because it reflects best practice in assessment, but because it is culturally embedded. 
And why do you think this system of memorization and regurgitation of information, which requires very little critical thinking, has become so embedded in Irish society? I think there are a few reasons why it has become a cultural artifact. But in it, if I could start with in its defense, I think in recent in recent years, there has been a move to introduce more sophisticated forms of questioning. Certainly now there's the introduction of coursework. Students complain all the time that the examination is getting more unpredictable. And that's not a bad thing. So there certainly has been slow and steady changes. But the core proposition of the Leaving Certificate, that at the end of your senior cycle education, you go into an examination hall for a set period of time. You have, for the most part, one shot at this. That is very much a cultural artifact. I think there's a few reasons why. In Ireland, everybody does it. We have almost everyone stays on to the end of schooling. You can get into a taxi and discuss whether or not Heaney came up in the Leaving Cert English exam or stand in Tesco's and discuss whether the, the question on algebra was in the right place on the maths exam. Everyone knows about it. When it's on, it is a public event and that's reflected in all channels. Leaving certificate students around the country are taking their first paper today. The exam, English Paper 1, begins at half past nine this morning. You know, media, transport, every I mean, the traffic news talks about people getting to exams and giving yourself plenty of time. When the results come out equally, the, the coverage of the results, the, the search around for the students who got the 625 points, the features of the look at this really smart kid and the great things that they're going to do, cement that idea that this is the pinnacle of achievement. And you also said during that Arachtas committee that the Leaving Cert has a pernicious impact on the kind of learning and lives that we want for our young people. What do you think are the longer term implications of having this exam system, particularly when it comes to creativity and learning, efforts that teachers might have made earlier on to make education exciting and adventurous for their students, but then they have to drop all that and it's back to cramming for the Leaving Cert? Yeah, I, I think that's that's the pity of it. There have been real tangible changes in in the education system in recent years, with a with a much greater focus on on collaborative learning, problem solving, creativity, much more student engagement, a greater attention to student voice. But what almost every teacher will report is that in it, the closer you get to the leaving certificate examination, the less tolerance there is from students their parents, teachers, school management, more generally, the less tolerance there is for for innovation. Talk to some school principals, particularly in Dublin, for example, where there is a proliferation of grind schools that focus in particular on, you know, accelerating your points. And they will talk about, you know, the parents who come in at the end of fifth year and say to the school, thanks, you did an absolutely fantastic job with my daughter. She is happy, grounded, has friends, is really enthusiastic about learning. But actually now next year, she's going to be going to X uh, centre because we really now, we need to concentrate on the points. So, you know, that displacement of the kind of learn way of learning and way of being that we want for young people, the resilience we want to build up on them, the idea that we're going to park that for a year to put you through this seems to me to be untenable. Coming up, what changes are on the way for the Leaving Cert and how quickly will they actually happen? Never suffer the buffer again. 
Always stay connected with 99.9% reliable Sky Broadband. Whether you're streaming on the sofa, gaming in the bedroom, or swiping in the bathroom. I said swiping. You'll never be without it. Switch your home to 99.9% reliable Sky Broadband. Availability subject to location requires Sky Broadband Ultrafast. For more info, see sky.ie forward slash speeds. 99.9% reliability based on time our broadband network works across our base. Carl, for the past two years, we haven't had a regular Leaving Cert exam because of the pandemic. And there's been a variety of changes for students. What have we learned from that period? Well, we learned that... um Uh, teachers were willing to assess their own students for the purposes of of state exams. Now, that would have been unheard of. If you had mentioned that two years ago, people would have laughed at you. And and this was the the line that teachers would not cross. But actually, as it turned out, teachers were willing to do it and they were willing to do it to get the Leaving Cert over the line to help students progress onto the next chapter of their lives. And actually, it worked out very well. You know, you, you students were able to get on with their lives. There was a greater sense of fairness, as we said, in terms of um, students from disadvantaged areas doing better. And also it was far less stressful for students. You know, uh, students actually from, from that I spoke to this year who had that choice between their teacher assessed grade and the exams uh, actually enjoyed the exams in some ways because the stress was taken out of them. They had their accredited teacher assessed grade in their back pocket. So you know, it does raise the question of like, why can't we continue with a system like this? But you know, the, the, as it stands, next year's Leaving Cert exam is going to be a return to normal. It's going to be the old written exams and the orals, and there won't be a teacher assessed element to it. And that's really, I think, why we're having a lot of this discussion is that, you know, we've seen that, you know, the world didn't cave in when we changed the Leaving Cert. You know, now we do have a chance to actually say, well, actually, what worked there? And, and I think so that shows that, you know, maybe there is a role in future for teacher assessment. And, and maybe this is is the key uh, to kind of delivering a, a Leaving Cert that is far less stressful and, dare we say it, even enjoyable uh, for some students. A major advisory report is due to be published very soon, which will put forward proposals on how to completely reshape the senior cycle. You've already seen parts of this report. What does it say? It's striking a, a balance, as it puts it, between conservation and change. So it's not massively radical, but the changes are significant nonetheless. And what it's envisaging is a Leaving Cert that in many ways looks a lot more uh, like the Leaving Cert applied. So what is the Leaving Cert applied? Well, effectively, that is this kind of modular structure. So it allows students to earn credits for modules over the course of a couple of years. It's continual assessment. Those assessments are things like, you know, uh, assignments, interviews, oral exams, in addition to the written exams. You have elements like work experience, which is a significant portion of the course, and you get marks awarded 
for final exams and attendance. And um, But the key thing really is students are being tested on a much wider variety of skills. So that's really at the core of, of what the Leaving Cert Applied is. Now, Leaving Cert Applied really suffers from a status problem. You know, it's seen as something that is for, for students who aren't able for the regular Leaving Cert exam. You know, it doesn't qualify for CEO points, so it really limits students' options. It doesn't even allow a student, you know, to take one subject in Leaving Cert Applied and another in the, the regular Leaving Cert. So it, it, it really has suffered. And I think, you know, the numbers have been falling in terms of uh, the numbers participating in it. But actually, the core of it is seen as really progressive. And it's also seen as a way of actually uh, recognizing the wider variety of skills that students have and doing it in a way which is far less stressful and fairer uh, and recognizes the kids who have a more vocational disposition and those who have a more academic one. And it's, it's really uh, seen as, if you like, a, a curriculum for all is, is how it's been described but this isn't something they reckon can change quickly. I mean, how long do you think it will actually take before we see students going through a new type of Leaving Cert? I think it's going to take years you know, before we're going to see this emerging in any meaningful way. I, I would say if you have a child in the early years of primary school, I'd say that there is a chance that they might see this by the time okay. they sit the Leaving Cert. That's how long we're talking about. You know, nothing happens quickly when it comes to curriculum reform, you know. Now, there's positives and there's negatives with that, you know, like the positives are, you know, you do it slowly and deliberately and you make sure uh, you, you respond to things that are working, things that are not working. Um, but on the other level, it takes so, so long uh, to reform these things. And of course, we're in a world now where, you know, technological change is rapid the skills that are needed in, in the modern workplace are, are changing and, and arguably we can't afford to wait that long. But that's certainly the way the system is set up. And what would these changes mean for the CAO application system and our current pathway into third level? Will that have to go completely and be replaced by something else? I think certainly the CEO would have to change as well. Mm. You know, back in the day, um, you did have a, a matriculation exam, which is a separate exam to the Leaving Cert, and that was your college entry system. But now, if you like, uh, the CEO piggybacks on, on, on the Leaving Cert. And that's one of the big criticisms of the Leaving Cert. It's basically become a filter for, for entry into third level, you know, to the exclusion of vocational options and, and everything else. Mm. Like there is an argument that should you just decouple them? and go back to a matric style exam or else do you go and, and do what some countries are doing where you have an interview based process you know, for entry into to third level. But mm. I think it actually suits the third level sector to have this exam being done, you know, and uh, and to be able to, to use the results that that feed through from that for entry in, into to college. And I think when you do look at the alternative methods for entry into college, such as interviews, you know, there's huge unfairness there too. And we've seen in other countries where there's bias towards, you know, the, the more resourced and the more affluent families. So um, devising alternatives is tricky and they, there's a lot of unforeseen problems with them. But I, I would think in summary, I would imagine that the CEO will just have to reform in line with changes to the Leaving Cert. I mean, where should Ireland be looking for inspiration and guidance on all this? Is it the A-levels in the UK or the international baccalaureate or is there something else entirely or is it a mix of exams? Well, we all have access to the same research 
that you know so so the 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 assessment system in the UK and the assessment system in Ireland are, are they're informed by the same research about what we know about good assessment the assessment system in China Australia but because public examinations are cultural artifacts they also reflect the historical context so they also reflect what schooling was for so the examination system in Northern Ireland and the rest of the United Kingdom for example reflects a grammar school structure where a small group of students did a small group of subjects to go into a small number of universities. Our system has some of that component, but we've tried to develop a system that reflects something for everybody. So everyone is, you know, those kind of cultural engagements, I think, are uh, the cultural piece is, is really important. I know when I was, um, I worked in Australia for a while and I left Ireland during the peak of the debates around junior cycle where there was a lot of concern about teachers being asked to mark their own students. And I, you know, teachers were very exercised about this, um, you know, kind of six or seven years ago. When I went to Australia, the teachers were really worked up about the fact that the government had just announced the first introduction of an external examination. So the, in, in, in Queensland, in Australia, it had always been teacher marks. That was the basis on what you progress to university. There was no school leaving exam and the, the government had just announced that. So the teachers were protesting about the government does not trust our judgment. And in Ireland, the teachers were protesting my judgment should not be used to, to give students marks. So you had the cultural context is really important and the historical context. There are parts of Europe, for example, where you will get a college place irrespective of your score. You, you just need to have your graduation. So there's a, a minimum requirement and then you move into university. I think that probably does need to be part of the mix. It, it, we can talk about Scandinavia and you can talk about the fact that there are very little, there's very little emphasis on exams. But the cultural piece comes in. We're not Scandinavian. We've had the leaving cert for many years and we have to start from that point. We have to start with the values and the experiences that we have and, and move forward from that point rather than, I think, saying we need to be more like Finland. I, I'm, I'm, we're never going to be more like Finland. We are Ireland. We made this. We, we managed without it. We came up with creative solutions under the pandemic kind of context. And I think now there is a consensus that we can't keep doing this to our young people every year and every year say we have to stop doing this and next year do the same thing again. I really do think that there is an appetite for having that conversation now that perhaps wasn't there even three or four years ago. Thanks so much, Anne. After this episode was first broadcast, the advisory report was published, setting forward clear goals on how to reform the senior cycle. And these proposed changes include new subjects being added to the curriculum as early as 2024, written exams only contributing to 60% of the final mark, leaving cert applied students will have improved access to maths and foreign languages from September 2022. And then from September 2023, students will sit paper one for English and for Irish at the end of fifth year. My thanks to our guests, Carla Bryan and Professor Anne Looney for joining us for this episode. In the news, we'll be back tomorrow. <laughs>